arts news from around the area. Welcome to the Creative Cafe, sponsored by the Arts Council of Greater Kalamazoo, promoting and supporting the arts, arts organizations, and artists throughout Greater Kalamazoo on 590 and 106.9 FM WKZO. And good morning and welcome to Creative Cafe. I'm Kristen Chesick, the Executive Director of the Arts Council of Greater Kalamazoo. And this morning I have the pleasure of talking with Sydney Schles, the Director of Marketing and Communications at the Kalamazoo Symphony Orchestra. I also have Liz Uger, the Director of Education and Community Engagement at the Kalamazoo Symphony Orchestra. And Dr. Candice Lavender, the Executive Director of Read and Write Kalamazoo. Good morning, everybody. Good morning. Good morning. Good morning. Well, we'd like to ask um, our guests on this show, what is your favorite morning beverage? So, Ooh. yeah. So, who wants to start? I mean, I'll go. I'm, I'm like hey. a, just a coffee sniffer. I like the coffee oh. around me in the morning. Okay. The smell of it. Mm-hmm. But I'll probably only take two sips and then I'm I'm good. So I'm going to just say water oh. with the yeah. scent of coffee. With the scent of coffee. That's so right. coffee in the air but water. That's right. Okay. All right. How about you, Sydney? I'm pretty basic. I do a little bit of a hot coffee with some oat milk, and that's that's kind of my thing. Okay. Liz, I know we've asked you this before, but. Yeah, that hot coffee. Hot I coffee. I do, do drink it. Trying to follow it with some Ayurveda tea these days. Okay, nice. so trying trying to go for the the tea, the whole health. A little less caffeine. Less caffeine. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay, so sniffing coffee. That's right. Drinking coffee with oat milk, and coffee, but have to follow it up with an Ayurveda. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. All right. Well, that that's working <laughs> for everybody. That's good. Sydney, uh, we're going to talk about the Kalamazoo Symphony Orchestra for a little bit here. Mm-hmm. You guys have quite a schedule planned for 2024. How many events are you, you guys are you guys doing? Sure. So we'll, we're in the second half of our season, and we yeah. still have well over 12 events happening. Right. So a lot of main stage stuff between Miller, and then we'll talk about at our concerts at Bells, uh-huh. but also a variety of free concerts happening across the community and libraries and, and some churches. So you can find all of that on the website. Yeah, I think mm-hmm. people don't um, realize, I think when people think of the symphony, they think a bazillion people on a stage, so it must be at Miller and it must cost mm-hmm. a lot of money, but you guys do a lot mm-hmm. of free events. We do. And in a lot of different places. Mm-hmm. So, um, Let's talk about the one that's coming up, though, and I, I believe that that's uh, pretty quickly here, the Craft Music Concert at Bells. Sure. First one of 2024 is on January 17th at Bells Eccentric Cafe. So we have a series called the Craft Music Series. Mm-hmm. We do three a year. They are more chamber-sized, so seven to ten musicians maybe in the back room at Bells Cafe. So you're not fitting the entire symphony at Bells? No, we are not fitting the entire symphony. I know. I was I hoping. I know. Maybe in the so future. Symphony <laughs> smashed into the back room at Bell's now. Okay. Yeah. yeah. Okay. So seven to ten of our artists mm-hmm. in residence, variety of, of programming we play. This time it's folk music, um, some classical music based on folk mm-hmm. tales, telling that story. And so you can sip on your favorite Bell's beverage and enjoy some fantastic live music with musicians of your Kalamazoo Symphony. Right. Mm-hmm. So um, you said it was fo- folk music is the theme. Yes. This time. When is it? And That's January 17th mm-hmm. at 7 p.m. 7 p.m. That's a Wednesday. Mm-hmm. Wednesday night. So go to Bells at Wednesday night, the 17th. Get some beer and listen to some folk music, but played by the Kalamazoo Symphony yeah. Orchestra. It's a lot of fun. It's a good time. And so you have two more of those. 
We have one well, more. You have of those. one more of those for this season. Yes. So you have one yep. more in twenty four. Mm-hmm. Um, so if people don't know about it, I think those tickets actually do sell out pretty quickly. They do. We yeah. have limited capacity in that back room, so we are. We have a couple left. So go online and get yours now. Okay. What other concerts uh, can we look forward to in twenty twenty four? Oh goodness, we still have a lot left on the calendar, but a couple highlights in at the end of March. On our Masterworks main stage series, we will be performing the world premiere of a piece written by uh, legendary musician Branford Marsalis. Hmm. So he's oh, been wow. in and about Kalamazoo a couple times working with the symphony, and this is kind of the, the end of his residency with us. And we are incredibly excited to share that work with, with our community here. Opera is making a dramatic return to Kalamazoo. Right. We haven't had opera in a while. I know. Thank it's you, been pandemic. a bit. I, exactly. <laughs> <Right>. so, <Yeah. laughs> so that's coming back with Puccini's Tosca in April. Okay. Mm-hmm. And that will be... Uh, that will be in collaboration with folks in the community. How is that working yes, out? Yes, we have a ra- wide variety of people who will be joining us on stage, yeah. um, choruses and directors from all over. And it will not just be the orchestra with some singers at the front of the stage. So oh. we're calling it Symphonic Staged. So you will see the orchestra. There will be The sets will actually be projected. And we will have risers built around the orchestra. So you will get kind of that full dramatic oh, opera wow. effect with the Kalamazoo Symphony. That's fancy. Mm-hmm. Where is that happening? That's going to be at Miller, Miller okay. Auditorium, All right. on April 19th. April 19th. Mm-hmm. Okay. What mm-hmm. else? What else do we have coming up? We will talk about Symphony of Brotherhood in a few minutes. We'll dive into that. Yeah. And we do have a full chamber music series, which I also don't think people know about. And that takes place at Dalton Recital Hall at Western Michigan, and we have three of those left. So it covers a wide variety of music from jazz to smaller chamber things. Sure. Is that is music she wrote, is that one of them? That is one of them. Okay. Mm-hmm. And that concert highlights our women composers in the industry, yeah. and that's in March. That intrigued mm-hmm. me because that's something, um, it's been a male-dominated field, right? Yes. For like hundreds of years, right. I think. Right. <laughs> right. So that's really interesting that that the symphony is delving into women composers. How far do you know? How far back maybe the women composers go? I don't remember off the top of my head. Ooh, yeah. uh, maybe close. Maybe a little more recent. Okay. Yeah, more recent yeah. works on this particular also, program. Those those on the program or in general? In ge- well, those in the program that you're playing in the program. But in general, do you yeah do you have I'm thinking way back to like yeah. the Renaissance? Yeah, <laughs> Hildegard von Bingen. Okay. <laughs> Yeah. There have been plenty of women composers throughout the ages. We just, we just haven't, haven't given them, them the recognition they deserve. We just don't know. Right. Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah, so that's a step. That, mm-hmm. that intrigued me a lot. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay. Well, um, and these concerts are for all ages as well. So obviously you're not taking your four-year-old to Bells. <laughs> but yes, there are other concerts that you can take the wee ones to. What do those look like? Yes, we have lots of different options. Some mm-hmm. concerts are shorter, some concerts are longer because we want to introduce audiences of all ages okay. to what we do. So you can find concerts that are specifically designed for families. Mm-hmm. An example of that is Magical Melodies that's happening in March. That's a shorter concert. Because okay. movie music tunes the whole family will know and love and will have lobby activities. So that's a good one for the little ones to bring okay. to. And does mm-hmm. that go along with the education program then? Is that part, part of what... It does. Yeah. Um, we're actually trying something new this year, and this is going to be a, a public 
performance repeat of our youth concert that we do for school audiences during the day. Oh, okay. Um, yeah, because so sometimes you guys have great school performances, and I think, I, but I'm not in school, and I wanted to see that. Exactly. Well, this is yeah. your chance. Yes. And it's going to be a yeah, really, really fun and exciting program with some dance as well as okay. all these great pieces and really enjoyable, great as Sydney said, pre-concert activities. So okay. Remind me, what, what is the name of the program again? Magical Melodies. Magical Melodies, and when is it? March 5th. March 5th. Yep, this mm-hmm. is one of our Jane Rooks Ross and Barry Ross Family Discovery right. concerts. Okay. Well, that's cool. Um, so there is literally something for everyone within the programming, which is really nice to see. Um, one of the things that I was very interested in talking about today was... Um, uh, one of your community events because i know you have a lot of them and that was um it's happening on the 21st you have an event planned in miller auditorium called the symphony of brotherhood honoring the legacy of dr martin luther king jr so can one of you two tell me how that came about sure um yeah i'd love to share a little bit about that um a lot of cool things are coming together in this concert and so um, this kind of goes back to our tradition of having a side-by-side program with the Kalamazoo Junior Symphony Orchestra, right? which was a long-held tradition for KSO, um, kind of got interrupted by COVID and some other things. Um, so we haven't been able to do it for a few years. Um, so we really wanted to bring that back. Mm-hmm. Um, it's always been a really impactful experience for both the students and the professionals. Like everybody looks forward to it. And we yeah. really pair a professional player right alongside mm-hmm. a junior symphony member. So it's a great learning experience, a great connecting experience. Um, but then we thought, you know, we could extend the impact of this event and make it yeah, beyond this great learning and coming together experience for the musicians, it could be something for the whole community. Mm-hmm. Um, and we've also been really interested in doing something um, uh, around our National Day of Racial Healing in January, around MLK Day, those, those both happening in January, um, and thought that this might be an opportunity to, to combine a couple of ideas into something that's really um, bringing the community together and giving us a way to to perform music for a community purpose and to bring our professionals alongside our students and have everybody be looking at these really important ideas mm-hmm. and ways that you know uh, music can can really unify people and and um, uh, bring this uh, bring the musical community together bring the larger community together. together yeah that sounds great we unfortunately have to take a short break But we will be back in a minute, and when we do, we're going to talk a little bit more about this um, special event planned for the 21st by the KSO and other community members. I've been speaking with Liz Euchre, Sydney Schles, and we're about to get to Candice Lavender after the break. We'll be right back. Kalamazoo is rich in arts and culture. Our commercial, educational, and creative economies thrive when our community has spaces and places to connect and outlets for creative expression. The arts improve individual well-being, drives tourism, sparks creativity, and strengthens our bonds. The Arts Council of Greater Kalamazoo encourages you to give to an arts organization of your choosing. We are better together because of the arts. Visit KalamazooArts.org to see all of the happenings in our community. That's KalamazooArts.org or on any of our social media platforms. This message is brought to you by the Arts Council of Greater Kalamazoo, proudly supporting more than 200 artists and arts organizations in our community. The Arts Council of Greater Kalamazoo exists to infuse arts and culture into the commercial, educational, and creative economies of our region. 
This is WKZO. You're listening to The Creative Cafe, sponsored by the Arts Council of Greater Kalamazoo, on 590 and 106.9 FM, WKZO. And we're back. Welcome back to Creative Cafe. I'm Kristen Chesick with the Arts Council of Greater Kalamazoo, and I'm speaking this morning with Sydney Schles, the Director of Marketing and Communications, and Liz Euchre, the Director of Education and Community Engagement at the Kalamazoo Symphony Orchestra. And we also have Dr. Candice Lavender, the Executive Director of Read and Write Kalamazoo. And we're all here together today talking about the very special event that is planned for the 21st of this month at Miller Auditorium called Symphony of Brotherhood, honoring the legacy of Dr. Martin Luther King Jr. Before the break, we talked a little bit about bringing all those folks together. Um, Let's talk about who those performers are in this concert. Great, we're so excited um, for this event to bring together in our first side-by-side for many years, Kalamazoo Symphony Orchestra, Professional Orchestra, Kalamazoo Junior Symphony Orchestra, led by uh, Maestro Andrew Kohler. We are also um, collaborating with the Kalamazoo Public Schools High School choirs, both from Lloyd Norrox High School and from Kalamazoo Central High School, with over 100 choir members joining us for several pieces on stage. Um, We will have a special guest, uh, Larry Bell, to narrate (laughs) Lincoln Portrait on the program, so we're super excited about that. Um, and then just so honored to have Dr. Candace Lavender joining us yeah. as a spoken word artist on Thank this program. You. Yeah, we're, and we're honored to have you in the studio this morning. You are one of the artists for the special event, um, and it is listed as spoken word. Can you talk a little bit about your background and, and where you are now in the Kalamazoo community? Sure. I mean, um, so many intersections, but um, I think maybe starting with just music and artistry, uh, just as a as a young person my parents always you know I was around music grew up in the church and so gospel music was my first interaction with um, the stories and passion emotions that music can convey and so that kind of traveled with me throughout my life and then somehow ended up in education um, and was also in the junior symphony which I shared with Liz <laughs> okay um, and I hated it um, okay. <laughs> yeah, I did and you know why yeah because I didn't understand the gift and the the purpose at that time. And as I told Liz, the one thing in my life that I probably would change is to keep being engaged in the orchestra. I think had I known the contributions of uh, African-Americans to symphony and orchestra, um, there may have been a little bit more passion and purpose and so appreciating this work that the KSO is doing um, to reveal these hidden figures. Earlier we talked about, you know, women uh, uh, Mm -hmm. composers and Margaret Bonds, who um, is the composer of the piece that I'll be joining the KSO in, um, had a lot of unpublished works um, that were performed, that were, um, you know, given to the community, but it, it wasn't published to the general population Hmm. Um, and so just that knowing that these hidden figures um, have so much history connected to my life Mm -hmm. and who I am in my experience um, it's an honor to step in in this position and use these gifts that that uh, God has given me to be able to um, serve in this way yeah and so you you use these gifts in the community as well. You are the executive director of Read and Write Kalamazoo right now, yeah. right? Um, so that 
uh, if you can talk just briefly about what that program does for students in our community. Yeah, I, I think when we talk about spoken word, mm -hmm. I feel that I became a spoken word artist the moment that I realized the power of my voice. And I was, uh, you know, maybe 20s, um, always wrote, but to speak it mm -hmm. was always that extra step. And so at Read and Write Kalamazoo, that is our mission to celebrate and amplify youth voices because young people don't always know the power of it. In fact, it's often silenced just be, oh, you're, you're a young person, you know, you, you know there's this uh, ageism that we have. And so that is our goal that mm -hmm. through creativity, through the arts, we're able to um, empower young people to speak their words and mm -hmm. whatever passions that they come to uh, 802 Southwestern with <laughs> is our job to create a space for them and a platform for them to express that to the community. Right, right. So the words that you will be speaking were written by? They'll be written by me. They'll be written by <laughs> yeah, you? Yeah, they'll be written by me, which, um, you know, I spent some time with Liz and um, some of the other folks at the KSO to really understand the intention. Sure. Um, it's not just, I mean, the, the audience will see the finished product, but mm -hmm. there's so much intention that has to go into something like this mm -hmm. so that the history, the, true, the truth um, of Margaret Bond's experience mm -hmm. as she traveled to Montgomery on a almost like a listening campaign, um, but to really immerse herself in the civil rights ethos um, and energy uh, mm -hmm. in in the South, um, and you can imagine, you know, experiencing all that, and then to leave, mm -hmm. and then these catastrophic events that happen after your visit. Yeah. To respond in art, mm -hmm. it it gives me chills. That I know that this art form, this gift that I've been given, can be used as a tool to, um, you know, put the information out, this experience, this emotion to the broader public and that's what I hope to do as well to carry that baton and continue to use the art form as a place to educate to inform um, and to restore community mm -hmm. this is the goal brotherhood which includes everyone right. um, is really an opportunity for great minds to come together and to collaborate and and to reflect the what we want to see in the world right so we got a little bit of a hint about the format of the concert, but um, Liz, can you talk just a little bit more about what we might expect to experience? Sure. Um, I think um, there's the concert itself. There's some pre-concert activities. So it starts about an hour before the program begins with some youth performance mm -hmm. in the lobby, and we're going to have a little information fair um, with opportunities for youth to get involved in, in leadership in our community. We really wanted to highlight ways to ways mm -hmm. for people to get sure. involved in the community, especially focused on, on young folks. But um, then um, as the concert begins, um, the Montgomery Variations by Margaret Bonds, which Candace has just introduced us to, is going to be the, the opening work. Okay. Um, so combining uh, this powerful spoken word along with the side-by-side -side performance, this will be the piece that features both the KSO and the KJSO together on uh -huh. stage. So, okay. Uh, many performers um, and a really powerful piece. Um, there will be a break, a short break after that, so we can do some resetting on uh -huh. the stage sure. <laughs> to, um, to then um, – bring the KSO back on for Aaron Copeland's Lincoln Portrait, mm -hmm. which of course goes uh, long back before Dr. King's time, um, but has a deep relationship with the King family um, and 
you know, uh, uh, ideas kind of leading into the civil rights era. Um, and many, uh, many a performance has been narrated by a member of the King family of this piece. Okay. So, um, so we'll, we'll, we'll do that piece together with Larry Bell. Um, and then uh, we also have um, uh, a couple of pieces then that feature the, the choirs uh-huh. coming on. So sure. the side by side continues um, with two pieces. One, um, another Copeland work called The Promise of Living. Mm-hmm. This is from a Copeland opera called The Tenderland. But this particular piece has uh, really powerful lyrics that talk about coming together and doing the work of growing as a community. Um, mm-hmm. digging into that a little bit. And it's really, really fascinating, really powerful. Um, and then another work by a composer named Andre Thomas called um, I Dream a World, which is a really beautiful, powerful setting of a Langston Hughes poem. Mm-hmm. So both of those works will feature the combined choirs together with the orchestra. Yeah. And then we're going to um, close it out with uh, Lift Every Voice and Sing. It sounds like an absolutely wonderful program. Um, and Candice, I wanted to come back to you just briefly because it, it's not often that um, in this type of format that we get to hear original work. Mm. And so I think that that's um, really quite special. And I think we sometimes forget that um, we may have original work, but we're seeing it through the lens that's of right. the folks who have come before us, that's right. but then experiencing it for the first time. So um, this definitely is a must not miss. I don't know if there's anything else you want to leave us with as far as what we should be taking away from this experience. I I think you have to be there. Mm -hmm. Um, I think this is monumental for Kalamazoo. Yeah. Um, And just, again, doing what art, when it's done right, um, is always going to be rooted in community collaboration. Um, And so this is your chance to get in and fit in yeah Liz anything you want to leave us with as far as uh, what you think people might take away Uh, I'm just looking forward to seeing you know so many community members young people professionals artists coming together on stage Um, again I just think it's not to be missed right right (laughs) Sydney how 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 do we not miss it? Where are we going? What, you are how going do we get these tickets? <laughs> to KalamazooSymphony.com. So okay. you can get tickets there and learn more about all the events we talked about today and more. Okay. Um, this is a Sunday afternoon at 3, I think, 21st. Yes. Yes. And it is Miller. It but is. I have this feeling with 200 performers that this is going to sell out. Yes? Oh, we hope so. Mm-hmm. So really encourage people to go online get these tickets ahead of time sounds like you need to show up early as well to be able to take part in all the pre-show definitely come as early as you can to enjoy the whole experience doors open at two and tickets start at 18 dollars so okay them all right and it's kso.kalamazoosymphony.com kalamazoosymphony.com so that's where you're headed uh, I was speaking with Sydney Schlesch, Director of Marketing and Communications, Liz Euchre, Director of Education and Community Engagement of the Kalamazoo Symphony Orchestra, and Dr. Candice Lavender, the Executive Director of Read and Write Kalamazoo and Spoken Word Artist. Thank you so much for talking today about uh, the Symphony of Brotherhood coming up on January 21st. Pre-